Hello, everybody. How are you today, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. This is where we find encouragement through our struggles, through the circumstances that we face each day, and we learn from our experience, always knowing that we can turn to God about anything. And please know that during this 10 to 15 minute episode, I will not be yelling down at you. I will not be lecturing you or judging you, preaching, none of that. I'm sharing what I've learned and what I'm still learning along my journey. We learn together and I encourage you, share what you've learned. Well, we're continuing what we started at the beginning of the year with the word focus. Focus on the Lord, your life in Jesus Christ, and not on the distractions of the world. And it's important to walk in love while we remain focused. And we can consider, remember, the greatest commandment, essentially to love our Creator, the one who has unfailing love towards us, and to love our neighbors, those in need, as we love ourselves in a healthy and balanced way. And we can remember that Jesus wants us to love our enemies. In March, we built on focus and the Lord, uh, focus on the Lord and love, and we looked at issues, problems that may serve to trip us up along our journey. We covered several, such as facing the unknown. Will it be with fear or with faith? Using free will and making decisions. Being quick to listen and slow to speak. And then in April, our series was all about Jesus, Christ crucified, and He arose. During the month of May, we explored the lives of several biblical women, learning from them, such as the Samaritan woman at the well. She let her light shine and witness to others. The decision of Queen Esther for such a time as this, although dangerous, she was instrumental in saving her people. The worship and service choices of Martha and Mary. Sometimes we can be so busy in service that we sacrifice worship. The brave actions of Judge Deborah and Jael, the tent maker. And then a cautionary tale relating to Rachel and Leah, two women who are married to the same man, always comparing themselves with each other and full of envy. If you haven't heard or seen these past podcasts, I encourage you to go back to them now. You can find them at Karen Jane Casey on YouTube or for audio, go to buzzsprout.com. For the month of June, we study some of the biblical men and see what we can learn from them. So far, we've looked at Joseph in the episode, Can You Remain Future Focused? Joseph remained patient and faithful and trusting in the Lord. Even though he was betrayed by his brothers, thrown into slavery, and then falsely imprisoned. Through it all, the Lord was with him and gave him favor where he was. Ultimately, the Lord always has a good plan for our lives. What the enemy intends to harm us, God is in control and he is good. Then we looked at David, King David, a man after God's own heart. And in reading some of the psalm passages of David, we found a glimpse of their relationship. And maybe we can emulate David, and he knew how to turn to God about every, anything and everything. Sharing his thoughts, weaknesses, emotions, and shortcomings. Always he maintained a reverential fear and awe of the Lord. 
while leaning on God in patient faith. He loved and trusted the Lord. So we too can emulate David and be a person after God's own heart. Following this, last week, we studied Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, in the episode title, Is There Hope After Failure? In that study, we learned of many mistakes that Peter made over and over again during his Christian life, and he was impetuous, acting first and then thinking. How many of us can relate to that? How great it is to know that he did mature and he did have hope after failure. And we too can have hope after failure. We see success in serving the Lord. He is attributed to have written two books in the New Testament, First and Second Peter. Well, today's episode title is, How Much Will God Forgive? How Much Will God Forgive? Have you ever wondered about, oh, my, my sins are so great, God will never forgive me? Well, let's l- listen to this lesson then. Knowing this, lesson is to be learned for a biblical man can you guess who we're talking about the apostle paul my favorite you may or may not know his beginnings as a follower of jesus christ the his first appearance is in the new testament as in acts and you can refer to acts chapters 8 chapter 9 chapter 22 and chapter 26 actually all of acts has a lot about paul At a time and place was after Jesus had already been crucified and after his resurrection. So Paul's original name was Saul of Tarsus, known as a Pharisee in Jerusalem, whose primary focus was to prosecute or persecute, persecute and kill Christians. Saul had been responsible for the deaths of many followers of Jesus, and he was the one who approved the apostle Stephen's death by stoning. Hmm. But while Saul was traveling along the Damascus road, one day the Lord blinded him and asked him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Saul had a decision to make. Would he repent or would he not? And he did repent, and the Lord did forgive him and restored his sight, even though he was responsible for the murder and persecution of many Christians. That is amazing. In this, we should all find great hope. If God could for, could forgive even Saul, a murderer, a persecutor of Christians, then he can forgive me. What is required? What did, what did he do to gain repentance? He had a humble, contrite heart. Saul was sincerely humbled and sorry for his misguided zeal against God's people. The Lord knows our heart. He knew that Saul's repentance was real. And what happened next? Saul was renamed Paul, who became even greater of an apostle than Stephen, who he had stoned. stoned. Paul had been forgiven much, and in his abundant gratitude for this, Paul was always enthusiastic and zealous for the Lord. Paul always remembered the mercy of God. He instructed us how to press on with our calling from the Lord, despite the challenges and even suffering that may come our way. He demonstrated, while in prison even, and instructed for all followers of Jesus to be content, to be satisfied regardless of whatever circumstance you may be in. It's all temporary. Paul is responsible for writing many of the books of the New Testament, such as Romans, 
First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First and Second Thessalonians, First and Second Timothy, Titus, and Philemon. That's a lot. I googled for miracles relating to the Apostle Paul, and here's a few that I found going back to Acts. He made a sorcerer go temporarily blind, Acts 13.11. He healed a man who had been lame since birth, Acts 14.8-10. He cast out an annoying spirit, Acts 16, verses 16-18. And he healed people and cast out spirits through items that he touched, Acts 19, verses 11 through 12. Oh, there's one more. He resurrected a young man named Eutychus, Eutychus. Acts 20, verses 9 through 12. So what characters would you notice that Paul had as you read the epistles? Well, I can tell you what I found. He was obviously a brave, courageous, and zealous leader. One who had amazing communication skills. As a follower of Jesus, he took his calling very seriously, and he was absolutely unstoppable. He preached to all believers and non-believers, not at all compromising his beliefs or his message to please people while he shared the truth. He is certainly an apostle to emulate. But the great thing that I show to you here is regardless of how sinful your life has been, that mean-spiritedness or even criminal things that you've done, you can turn to the Lord for forgiveness. When you come to Jesus with a sincerely contrite heart, repentful, walking away from that sinful life and believing in Jesus, He will forgive you while the opportunity is there. So you may wonder, why am I saying while the opportunity is there? Well, There are folks, as demonstrated in the Bible, who received the opportunity to repent and to accept Jesus, but they decided not to do it. They had free will to make that decision. And some decided to wait until another day when it would be more convenient for them. But then they died in their sleep. Distractions distractions come from the enemy to keep us from making an important decision for life. Another thing I love to look at in the story of Apostle Paul is if he remained as Saul, the persecutor of Christians, then he would have never reached the, his, uh, his purpose in life. He would have never accomplished it. He would never have done his calling that he was created for. He had free will. Thank God he made the right choice. Paul benefited from choosing life in Jesus. Many, many other people benefited and change their life. Not just in biblical times, but they read the scriptures now and they turn their life around. We too benefited, even now, that Peter, I mean that Paul, made that decision. With that in mind, just think of the awesome plans that the Lord has for you once you have come to Him. The story of Paul tells us how much the Lord will forgive. So I encourage you, Go to the Lord for forgiveness. Receive it and walk into your destiny. God has a specific purpose for you, and we all need you to walk in it. So there was a time in my life when I was desperately lost, hurting, and afraid, and I suffered. I suffered from child abuse, life-threatening domestic violence, and the, uh, 
the abuse by toxic people. I grieved over the loss of loved ones, and I had major back surgery. Can anyone resonate with any of those circumstances? But God worked miracles in my life. He rescued and delivered me time and time again, although I never deserved it. When I came to Jesus, everything changed. I am never alone. The Lord is always with me. I am healed. I have joy in my joy and peace that replaced the brokenness that was in me. And I don't live in fear. I have faith. I have faith in the Lord. I have an awesome future with Jesus. And this is what I want for every person. And so I share. I share the good news of Jesus. The most awesome thing that you could do for yourself is to decide to come to Jesus or rededicate your life to Him. God's amazing love was demonstrated when He sacrificed His only Son for our sakes. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then Jesus Himself said in John 14.6 I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Time and time again we are told in the scriptures that confession with our mouth out loud is very important. Confessing the Lord, confessing our sins. I encourage you right now, regardless of where you stand today in your relationship with the Lord, I ask you to please pray with me now and pray out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is the only Son of God, and I believe that Jesus came to earth. He suffered on the cross to pay for my sins, and He arose from death. He arose from the grave. But I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. I repent of my sins now. I walk away from my sinful life. But Lord, I will be tempted. Please help me. I I need you, Jesus. I am nothing without you, and I ask you now to come into my heart. I accept you, Lord, as my, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and I, out of gratitude, I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said this prayer with me, you have begun your relationship with Jesus, and I encourage you, study the Word of God, pray, have conversations with the Lord and learn about the character of Jesus. Learn the promises that God has for you. Always praise, always obey, always with gratitude for everything, and then you will grow in your faith. I encourage you, make Jesus the Anointed One your focus in life. His unfailing love. Rely upon the Lord for help through all of your troubles, and you will find that you have peace and joy despite the problems and troubles around you. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Well, I want to thank you for joining me again in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And then on Wednesday mornings, we have Sword of the Spirit, where I read passages from the Bible. And then on Friday is Karen's Book Corner, where I talk about and read a little bit from the books that I've written. 
You can always share your comments and suggestions at my website, and I welcome any feedback you might have. That's KarenJaneCasey.com. When you go there, you will see books, blogs, podcasts, and resource material regarding domestic violence. Well, thank you, and God bless.